Moving my head? Yeah. I'm laying it off? Well, that too. I'm pronating? When you're not supinating. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing feels like an unfolding lawn chair. I look like a fool. What the hell do you think you look like shooting them chili peppers up Lee Jansen's ass? Well, we're waiting. What's up, golf fans? Welcome back to another episode of Fairways and Dreams. I'm your host, Jeff Hartman, and I want to give a quick shout out to anyone that has listened to one of our podcasts already today. You know, this is a labor of love. I do podcast as, I guess, my main job, a uh, content creator. I talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, the NFL a lot. And I started this golf podcast just because I love the game and I think it's a lot of fun and I love to share it with people in different formats. And so this medium allows me to have a platform, so to speak. And so if you've checked out, whether it's one of the two-man scramble podcasts or one of the solo shows that I do, I just wanted to say thank you because here we are gearing enough for Thanksgiving and I thought, what better way to celebrate this holiday than by talking about giving thanks for the game of golf, right? I mean, we are all here together, whether you're listening for the first time or maybe you've listened to every single episode, because we love the game of golf. Golf is a fun game. And the one thing for me that I think about a lot when I think of Thanksgiving and I think of golf is, uh, and this is the first thing, so I'm going to list off things that I'm thankful for golf and giving thanks to the game, is tradition. Uh, my family, and I cannot tell you because I can't remember how long we've been doing this. The day after Thanksgiving, barring some crazy weather, whether it's extreme cold, wind, rain, snow, whatever, we typically will go golfing the day after Thanksgiving. Black Friday, while some people are going shopping online, in-store, some people are sitting down watching sports, we are always outside golfing. And I can... I can honestly tell you that we've been doing this for a very, very long time. And I've had some very memorable rounds of golf the day after Thanksgiving. If I think back to, I believe it was 2015, I had the best score of my life the day after Thanksgiving. It was at Moundsville Country Club in Moundsville, West Virginia. Uh, we were staying down there at a resort, all of us in a cabin. We went to Moundsville Country Club. Of course, I grew up playing in high school and I shot a... 69, my first time breaking 70, my only time breaking 70, and my first time under par. And that's a very, obviously, it's a very memorable round. Everything went right that day. I hit every fairway, greens and regulation, just managed the course to a T. Uh, and I think back to last year, even. We were in Richmond uh, visiting my brother, and we got to go out and play. I shot, a, I believe it was a 77. So it's very happy he hadn't played much leading into that. And we do have plans to play this Friday. Depending on the weather, obviously, we're going to be back in Wheeling, West Virginia, my hometown. Hopefully get to play some of the courses up in Ogilvy. But tradition, not only traditions like my family with playing on Black Friday, but traditions like the Masters. You know, the, the, the two-man scramble segments that I've had so far in this very young podcast history, I've asked both guests, what's your favorite major? And they all say the same thing. It's the Masters. The Masters. I mean, uh, Jim Nan says it best, right? A tradition unlike any other. It absolutely is. The tradition of the game is what makes it great. So tradition, one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why I'm thankful for golf. The next one is one I've talked about a lot. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this one is family. Uh, golf is often a family affair for me. It absolutely is. When I look at my father, his father, my kids playing the game, 
getting everyone together. My grandfather's not alive anymore, but my dad being able to play with his grandkids is a very, very special thing. My brother joining in on that as well. I, I love the family aspect of golf. It is absolutely a, one of the many things I'm thankful for for the game. Here's one that a lot of people might not consider when they think of golf, but I'm thankful for the exercise. I am a fitness guy. I have a former personal trainer. I still work out and lift weights regularly. And I'm also what I call a hoofer. I'm a hoofer. I like to carry the golf bag when I can. I like to walk the golf course. And I, I looked it up. I was curious, you know, because I, I remember teaching this to my students when I was teaching golf at the middle school level. And I would tell them how exercise is a big part of golf. And they would laugh and say, well, Mr. Hartman, what are you talking about? You got to get out of your golf cart and walk to the ball. That's not really exercise. I said, maybe not. But if you walk the course, that is exercise. So think about it this way. I, I looked this up. The average, the average mileage that you walk when you walk 18 holes is six miles. That's the average. You could walk a little bit less depending on the length of the course. You could walk a whole lot more, especially if you're spraying the ball all over the place. But for an average 18 holes for you to walk six miles, and then let's say you're not someone that has a pool cart. I have one. If I'm playing 18, I'm going to walk. I'll typically will do that, especially in the summer when it's hot. But I, I like to carry my bag. So if you're going to walk 18 holes of golf, let's say you're only doing nine, you're going to walk about three miles, and you're going to be carrying a bag full of clubs, golf balls, and all the other accessories that people have in their golf bags for that entire distance. Don't tell me that's not exercise, but I'm thankful for that exercise. It does get me in, in a really moving, feels good. A lot of people will say like, oh, my back kills me in the golf cart. Walk, it's a million times better, I, I'll tell you that. All right, the next thing I'm thankful for with golf is nature. I am someone that as I've grown older has really gotten an appreciation for being outside, being in nature being up just around the trees and things like now I don't want to be in the trees too much in golf. You know that, but there are times where at this stage of my life, I'll be standing on a tee box and maybe if the course is crowded, I'm looking around and I'm just taking it in the beauty of a golf course. It, there, there really is something magnificent about that. Now that every course is different and that's what makes it great. Some courses, like I talked about Ogilvy Resort back in Wheeling, West Virginia, you're talking about a mountainous golf course. You can stand atop number one tee box, whether you're at the Jones or the Palmer Design, doesn't matter. And you just have these unbelievably picturesque views of the valley and the, the, uh, the mountains in the distance. And it's just, it's gorgeous. Or you could be going to a place down south. You could talk closer to like beach views where you play a course. I, one of the most beautiful courses I've played is down in Myrtle Beach. Uh, there's been a bunch, actually. Uh, TBC Myrtle Beach was beautiful. You And at the Outer Banks, I played a course which ran close to the water and the sound. It's just gorgeous. It's just gorgeous. So the fact that it gets you outside, it gets you in nature, I love that. I love that aspect. I'm not trying to be around the trees when I'm on the golf course, but I do love the fact that I'm outside in nature. Let's talk about some other things I'm thankful for with golf. How about patience? Patience. My gosh, has this game tested my patience. I am someone that is not a patient person by nature. I'm someone that wants, when I want something, I want it right now. So whether it's when I started this podcast, yeah, this is teaching me patience. I've, I've gone from an extremely successful Steelers podcast to starting a podcast from scratch. Not only that, but it's, it's talking about something completely different than what I podcast where I'm very successful. And that's, that's, a, that's patience, but also in the game of golf. You say, people say all the time, I want to be good and I want to be good right away. Well, good luck. 
good luck because this game will humble anyone. It'll humble anyone. And that's the next thing I'm thankful for is that sometimes I need to be brought down a peg. Everyone, I think, needs to be brought down a peg. And every single golfer that's ever laced up shoes, grabbed their bag, whether they put them on a golf cart or carried them on their back, they have been humbled by the game of golf. From the best in the world to the average weekend hacker, we have all been humbled by the game of golf. Right when you think you've got it. Right when you think your swing is great and you are grooving it. Right when you think, yes, I think I'm starting to get it. The next time you go and play, you will blow up. And it's it's that's just the, the the game of golf. And it's it's very, very humbling. Yeah, you can have some really long stretches and durations of of good solid play, but ultimately the game will smack you down like no one's business. It's done it with Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, you name it. The biggest names in golf have all struggled and had to kind of find their way back. And that's what's humbling about the game but it's also a great part of the game. One of the ways you can kind of avoid that humbling disaster of tripping and falling is to work hard. And golf can teach a tremendous work ethic. Golf can be a sport that if you do put in the time, you do put in the effort, it will pay off. It may not be immediate, but it will pay off. I'll use an example. My son, who just turned 15 years old, So my son was born with Down syndrome and he has other ailments. He's a type one diabetic, but he loves the game of golf. And he absolutely loves it. He loves everything about it. He has his own little push cart. And I will say this about my son. My son is out there in our yard every single day. Even as we enter the late stages of November, he is out there and he has his own course that he has made up in our front yard, our backyard, and in our neighbor's yards. Our neighbors are fantastic. Our next door neighbor actually put two pins in his yard, his yard, not our yard, for my son to actually use for holes. I mean, they are the absolute best, but they don't mind him going in their yard and hitting and teeing up a ball. He uses those little wiffle balls. But my son practices every single day, every day, unless it's pouring down rain all day, in which case, when I'm recording this, the day that I'm recording it was freezing in the morning. He got out there and, and played it around on his course before the rain started. So guess what? My son has actually turned himself into a really consistent golfer, and he's actually improved a lot all on his own. Yeah, I'll help him if we go to the driving range. He plays Special Olympics golf. We've been practicing there, and I'll give him little tidbits, but he's not the best student, but he does have the work ethic. He goes out there and practices. So we will go out as a family. And his sisters, who love the game of golf as well, but they don't practice nearly as much, if at all, they're amazed by how well their brother is hitting the ball. And they say, oh my gosh, look how far he's hitting it. Look how great. This is unbelievable. Will is just crushing it today. And I say, well, yeah, he works hard at the game. I said, you all may just see him out there just having fun. And, you know, he goes out and he's by himself. Sometimes he talks to himself. We've all done that. Gosh, I remember when I was a kid and, out there in the yard chipping, and okay, Jeff has this this chip shot. If he can get it close, he might win the U.S. Open, or he might win the Masters Championship. Yeah, it's the type of stuff that he does, but he works hard, and it pays off. And if you know, I've always said I'd love to have the time to be able to go out and work on my game. For those that do, it does pay off. You can go to like, the chipping green and practice getting up and down around the greens. Man, it will pay off. You just got to keep working, so it will 
the work ethic is something about the game of golf that absolutely will pay off in the long run. Don't, don't question it. It will, it'll pay off. The last thing is that I've talked about this in previous podcasts. It is a lifelong sport. It is a lifelong sport. And outside of some of the sports that are a little bit lesser of an impact sport. So you talk about your sports like bowling. I know pickleball is all the rage, but even that I told the story about, growing up playing with my dad's buddies after school and in the summertime. And there were those two men that were in their eighties and they would walk and pool or have a pool cart and they would walk nine holes every day in their eighties. I can't get over that to this day. They're long gone, but I still can't get over the fact that they were out there every single day. It's remarkable. It's absolutely remarkable. I take my cap off to those gentlemen because They proved to me at a young age when I was very impressionable in in high school that, you know what, golf, maybe it's not for everyone, but if you do get involved, you're going to be able to play this game for a very long time. And so I think of it from a family perspective. Let's bring it all the way back to one of the first things I'm thankful for. The fact that my kids growing up with the game, hopefully when they have children, they have them growing up with the game. And just like my dad gets to play with his grandkids, I'll get to do that the same with my grandkids for a very, very, very long time. So there's a lot of reasons why I give thanks for golf. And I think sometimes people might say, well, it's just a game. It's just a game. Like, why Why are we fascinating over a game? Well, it's not just a game. Like, listen to what I, all the things I just said, the tradition, the family aspect, getting out in nature, the exercise, the teaching of being patient and the humbling aspect of the game teaching you that if you work hard at something, yes, it'll actually pay off in the long run and something that you can do for a very long time. That's what I love about golf. And that's why I'm giving thanks for golf because on Friday, I'm hopefully weather pending going to be out there with my dad, with my brother and with my son in our in a foursome playing the game that we all love. Will I suck it up? There's a chance that I will. Will I care if I do? I actually won't. <laughs> I have zero expectations. I just want to go out and enjoy the day, enjoy time with family and make some memories that otherwise wouldn't happen. So, on this Thanksgiving, whether you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, before, after doesn't matter, be thankful if golf is part of your life. Be thankful for the game. I'm sure that some of the things that I mentioned today might resonate with you. And maybe, maybe just maybe, you start a tradition. Maybe if tradition for you is only the fact that every April is the Masters, you thought, well, what if I started a tradition? What if I was someone that said, you know what? That's a good idea that Jeff had. Every Black Friday, we should go golfing. Start a tradition and get everyone involved. It's just going to make it that much better. But that's it for me. It's a shorter podcast today. I wanted to talk about my gratitude towards the game of golf. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you check out all of our podcasts in case you just found us. Fairways and Dreams. Fairways and Dreams with the and sign, not A-N-D. Got to do Fairways and Dreams. I don't know if we're going to have a two-man scramble this week. I've put out some feelers to see if some people want to join to talk about their experience with golf. We'll see. I'll let you know. In the meantime, you know you finished it out. Be safe. Be kind. God bless. Hit them straight. We'll see you next time.